Welcome to the Holistic Wellness and Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kimberly Ann Marsden. On today's show, my guest is going to tell her inspiring and powerful story of moving from a childhood full of trauma and drug addiction to now living a life full of self-love and awareness. She talks a little bit about her journey, but she also talks about some powerful tools that she uses to help herself stay connected. And one of those is blindfolding. And she talks about how blindfolding connects us to our feelings, lets us really see our true self. So get ready, here we go. Hello, hello. Welcome to today's show. Today I have with me Nikki Gardner. Nikki is a student of metaphysics and someone that travels extensively. And right now her current passion besides being an artist is to help people connect to their higher consciousness. Hmm. So welcome, Nikki. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm very, I'm very grateful. And I give so much gratitude to being in this presence with you and hopefully Oh, not hopefully, but um, changing, you know, making a difference in people's lives, even if it's just like a, a spark that someone needs to hear, you know, it is, it's such a blessing to be able to, to put something out there and, and hope that it finds the home and, and someone finds something that they can use to raise their vibration. So thank you for joining us. Mm -hmm. And today we are going to be talking about the miracle of change and some of the techniques. Mm -hmm. I know blindfolding is one that you're very passionate about. We're going to get into that at some point, but right now I thought it might be helpful for listeners. Just if we started by talking about some of the miracles of change and transformation that you've experienced in your life. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll just jump right into, uh, I kind of want to talk maybe five minutes about, um, where my past was and how change has really like been a best friend in my life. When I was younger, um, I had an, a very unique childhood in a way where we all, we all go through pain. We all go through suffering and it might not be the exact same, ex exact same experience, but it's the same feeling of pain and suffering. Um, and we all, we all feel it in different ways that are connected to our life. And, uh, when I was a child, um, my mom, ever since I was a child, my mom has been really bad on drugs. So I grew up in an environment where I didn't know anything better. I was conditioned kind of in a way to just party and do drugs. So as I got older, I got really bad into that lifestyle. And by the time I was 22, 23, I was, you know, I overdosed, almost died a couple of times and my life had hit complete rock bottom. And through all of this time, I, I struggled with myself. I struggled in believing in myself because I never really had anyone to, to tell me any truth of you can do this, you can do that. So I never really saw faith in myself. And by the time that I was 25, I started to see this change that's always been rooted in me. And that's where I wanted to talk about this miracle of change that lives within all of us. Sometimes we're too into the chaos where we can't see it, but it's actually, it's, it's always there. The change is always waiting for us 
to see it, to recognize it. That change is, you could say, the eternal light or God that's in all of us. And it, it wants to be nurtured. So after all of this that I went through and all the failures that I felt like I was, realizing growing up that I became so attracted to negative experiences, not even recognizing that I was in these negative experiences, scared of my true self. And there was a moment when I clearly remember it. I looked in the mirror and I had this awakening and this is literally what changed my life. And it was like that. It was God that was always there, but it wasn't my time to see it in the past because my past was supposed to be there for me to have like this moment. So this moment for the rest of my life, I can share it with the people that are supposed to hear it. I was looking in the mirror when I was about 23 years old. This is the time when I was just, I was on heroin and I was gone. And I got up one day and I looked in the mirror. Something in me said, what are you doing? And that moment, there was like this flash of energy in my body that sent me like an hour away. I sat there at my friend's house. I went to a friend's house. I sat in his room and I got sober for 21 days. I sat there and excuse my language. I, you know, diarrhea. I, I couldn't even get out of bed without pooping my pants. Um, you know, it was just like 21 days of sitting there and suffering hot and cold and going through this huge shift in my life. And there was this change in me that I knew it was happening, but I couldn't explain it in the moment. And I just want to share that experience that we all have this, this change inside of us that can move us without us even being aware that it's there. And I think to hap- to, for that process to happen, um, we can make it happen quicker or, you know, it happens naturally the way it is. But just listening to this message and saying, you know, and this is within metaphysical science that, you know, sitting there and taking a deep breath and saying, I am aware that I am changing and transforming every day. I am aware that I am the eternal light that's moving every day um, can help you awaken that part of you. So moving towards that, I sat there and I went through this change, 21 days, changed my life. I don't know at that time, I didn't know what was in me, but from being completely on drugs my whole life, it just completely switched that, that one day when I looked in the mirror and I said, this is enough. I'm ready to change. And from there on, my life has been completely different. So getting into that, the things on my journey that have really moved and changed me, um, blindfolding. I started blindfolding myself about five years ago. I was at a school called uh, 
uh, Maharishi, um, the University of Management. It was a conscious-based educational system, and I've never been to—I've never had an experience like that where everyone is um, very alive. You know, you go there, and everyone is just—it kind of helped me really awaken myself. I was just sent there. I, I feel as God sent me to that that university. I just found it online, and it was it. And I was there in like a month. It was crazy, but um, so I started taking these consciousness classes. And I had this awakening one day. I was like, what if I, I was working out a lot and boxing. And I said, what if I start to blindfold myself? And so I would just put on a blindfold and I would do boxing. And I realized at that moment that there was like, it was more powerful than what I'm not just doing it just to put on the blindfold, but I was doing it for the more so the, the healing experience of having the blindfold on. And during this experience, I would start to see energy through the blindfold. I would start to recognize uh, sensory perception around my mind and body. So I started doing more things blindfolded just to test the waters. I would wash my dishes blindfolded. I would walk blindfolded. I would draw blindfolded. And I kind of, when I was doing these things, I would have the intention for me to, because when you put on a blindfold, you're taking away your physical eyes, which the physical eye is, um, I wanted to also say, you know, everything in my experience, um, just pick up what resonates and, and feel yourself through it. The, the physical eyes is just, you know, say it's more of a distraction because when you put a blindfold on, you're going into that deep meditation state, you're going into the body, you're going into the mind, you're, you're facing yourself. And I think that's something that we often, we often want to neglect is ourself. And that's what I did for many years. And it's funny how I got on the path of just going straight into the mind and body and not neglecting it anymore, not distracting it, not, not looking at the phone, not looking at the computer, not watching TV, just going right in there and talking to the mind and body. And when I put on those blindfolds, that, that gave me that connection with my body. And I started to recognize this and it was more of like intuitive knowing. And I wanted to share this with people, but first I need to take more steps. I want to understand this blindfolding technique. Is there more out there? What can I do with it? How can I share this with people? So I posted when I was at the school, I wanted to train someone in it. I wanted to know more about it. So I just posted a it was a little town that I was living in when I was at the school. So I just made a little post-it and posted at the grocery store. And someone called me. I was like, I'll teach you blindfolded classes. <laughs> and someone called me and it was so cool. And the moment I started training him, I would like set up this whole obstacle course. And he had to be blindfolded the whole time. And when I would train him from the beginning, the first time I trained him, he was so scared. He was like really fragile, you know, moving so, so slow. And then from like, Fast forward to like a month, two months of training him, you can see him with confidence, self-esteem, changing, growing, and recognizing that um, all the power was coming from within him because he didn't have his physical eyes to see. And at that moment, I realized that there was something much bigger that I wanted to understand about this and how it can physically, mentally, emotionally change you. Every exercise we do 
is helping us transform ourselves in a way, whether it's, you know, on a positive level or on a, on a, you know, on a lower level, depends on what kind of exercises we are exercising our mind. I think the key thing that you mentioned, Nikki, is that there's intention. There was intention in, in the choices of how you use the blindfold in what you were looking to do and going in and connecting within to really getting to know yourself mm-hmm. and for the the people that you work with, for them to connect back into themselves because they're, you know, it's metaphorical, but not, it's also concrete. There's so many distractions in life. And mm-hmm. when you take away the vision, you take away those distractions and you're with yourself and you have nothing to rely on, but yourself at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so beautiful. There is, have you ever heard of the science, um, they did a science, um, a science experiment on vision, like visualizing. There's a group of people that visualized, visualized in your in their mind that they were working out their arm. Then there was another group of people that actually went to the gym and worked out their arm. The, at the end of the experiment, the same people that visualized working out their arm had the same results mm-hmm. as the people that actually went to the gym. Yeah. So doing, um, when I started, I started, I'm doing, I'm getting into the visualization of blindfolded, blindfolding myself. And so this year, I'm really excited to say that this year I'm actually going to be hiring someone to document me for hopefully for a couple of years. Um, I have two personal trainers, one in Muay Thai, that's going to be training me blindfolded in Muay Thai. And I have another one that's just personal training me, um, just regular endurance working out blindfolded. So I'm taking this whole year to really exercise the existence of blindfolding myself. So I can really give, see what it's going to do to my mind and body because I'm slowly building courses, but I wanted to take out like a whole year and blindfold myself every single day for a whole year, videotape it and see how experimenting with myself can do wonders because there's not much science on blindfolding. It's more of like an intuitive knowing, you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, the change that I have felt from the first time I blindfolded myself to where I'm at now, it's been about four years. There's this thing called midbrain activation. Are you familiar or have you heard of that word? Yeah. So um, it's where we have the left hemisphere and the right hemisphere. And we, a lot of people, our left hemisphere and our right hemisphere are not as connected as they should be. So when you go in and you do a, a, a visualized meditation of focusing on your midbrain, which is the bridge between your left and your right hemisphere, and doing things blindfolded, you can activate the change within your mind. Because um, activating the change within our mind through the visualization. So you're awakening new neural pathways in your brain and body dormant, like pathways in your mind, brain, and body. And that's like my, what I want to experience with myself and hopefully turn it into like science, like make everything that I'm doing in the future. Like this is like my niche for the rest of my life. 
Mm-hmm. So that's kind of. Have you seen the studies, Nikki? Have you seen the, actually, there was like a documentary. I can't remember where I saw it. There were studies. There's a woman, I can't remember. It's another country. It's not the United States. Um, And she is teaching. She's a school where she teaches children through blindfolding and they do everything. She teaches them to uh, read, to do sports, to do all kinds of things through blindfolding, basically, you know, developing their intuition um, yeah. and they're able to, and when you talk with the children, they'll tell you that in the documentary, they talk about how they can just see, they see without their eyes, they see through the blindfold, but not literally they're able to see the page. They know where to throw it because they can sense where everything is and they can see the book and they know what the book says, even though they're not, they're reading the book without actually seeing the pages. Yeah. It's amazing. Kids are so kids are very vulnerable and they can tap into that so so much easier because we as adults are conditioned. And there's a girl, if we watch the same one, uh, there is a girl that she talks about feeling a light in the middle of her forehead, and that's where she gets her information when she reads. So tapping into that energy. So Nikki, why don't you tell us about I know that you've done blindfolding work with a lot of different people. So would you mind giving us some sort of case examples of things that people have experienced when they've been working with you doing the blindfolding, what kinds of change has or transformation has happened? Yeah, absolutely. So we'll start with the first guy that I um, ever trained. And like I said, he was doing an obstacle course. I've done different blindfolded, but I set up like a whole obstacle course in the gym where you're going up, down, around, just kind of simple, simple, simple. No like drawing or anything. But when you step out of your comfort zone is what I was taking as the experience of watching him as every day that he would do it and he would grow. When you step out of your comfort zone, you grow. I think we all initially know that. And when you put on a blindfold, you can't see. It makes you feel uncomfortable. You walk really slow. He would walk very, very slow. And he was a guy that was very um, introvert. And I could see him waking up out of his shell. I could see him. He even mentioned, too, he's like, oh, my gosh, you're really helping me wake up out of my shell, get out of my comfort zone. Because when you go in, when you dive in and you focus in that comfort zone, the only thing you're the only power that you have is to awaken it in a way because you're looking directly at it so that's what the blindfolded does is whatever activity you do you're going directly and looking at that spot that needs to be healed or needs to be nurtured so about a time of a month he was just running through that obstacle course and um his mind was so much more focused his brain was more coherent he was helping himself get out of that introvert state. There was a group of students that I would train online. And this was, so all these different trainings were, were not to say experiments, but working with people for me to learn from them, what I need to learn with myself. It's kind of, you know, give and receive, give and receive. It was all an intuitive knowing the online students that I had we did blindfolded. I've done blindfolded counseling, which I'm still um, working with right now. And I would go through uh, breathing techniques and for them to enter a state of, you could say like self-hypnosis. And that's where metaphysical science comes in is because metaphysical science, I'm in school for um, getting my doctrine's degree towards metaphysical science and also working towards a degree with uh, like quantum physics as well. But I'm integrating 
lately the metaphysical science with the technique of blindfolding myself. It's not about just blindfolding yourself, you know, it's about healing yourself. And these students online, we would do an intense workout of breathing techniques. It's pretty much like you're meditating and you're breathing. You're breathing into those, you're listening to those sounds in your body. And I've had um, students say that they've recognized, you know, different parts of their self that they maybe wouldn't have seen because of the distractions around them. And when you have the blindfold on, it keeps, it helps you to keep your eyes closed. So you're not just like opening them. Do you want to have that total state of focus? We get so distracted in this world. So it's really helping um, focus. It's helping concentration. It's helping awaken the brain. It's helping with healing through laughter. So I've done these uh, healing through laughing and you make yourself laugh to put yourself in that state. And before you know it, you're just laughing to laugh. So laughing with yourself blindfolded, these awkward, awkward states make you um, feel your different emotions and um, get a sense of what's who you are in your body. So I've had many people, you know, experience the feeling of different emotions, different feelings to their body for them to understand maybe what triggers are. So that's kind of where I've went at so far is just mentally playing with yourself, feeling your body and just having people recognize different feelings in their body, tapping into, um, you could say different dimensions within themselves and um, taking that out into the physical world yeah it sounds like you're talking about helping people that using the blindfolding and the other exercise techniques as a way to for people to come home to themselves and reconnect back into Mm -hmm. their true spiritual essence and realize who they are and then figure out how they're experiencing life as a human with their senses in their physical body you, you know, yeah. because we're so easily disconnected and it sounds like the blindfold is a great tool that helps people to come home and realize who they really are without by, by feeling because so many people are, you know, so many times people are numb mm-hmm. and you can't be numb when you don't have your sight. You've got to find a way to feel something or you're not going to be able, I would imagine to navigate. Yeah. And that's the, like the. The intention that I'm really putting forth is because right now where I'm at the stage of this whole blindfolding epiphany (laughs) is that I know it's more, it's, you know, finding that within yourself, but I want to create, not want to, I'm working on creating like a boot camp, like a, like a six month boot camp of doing things every day. The movie, uh, the documentary Superhuman, kind of how you were talking about those kids. Have you heard of remote viewing? Yes. So remote viewing, too, is where you're going within yourself and you're sending your consciousness somewhere else and you're seeing what's going on with that consciousness while your eyes are closed. And that's, you know, the, the quantum, the quantum physics of you can be right here and then you can be all the way across the world at the exact same time. So also tap, I want to merge like that kind of information, um, with the sensory perception, heighten all the awareness 
of self because I think that we are all superhuman. Oh, I agree. And I feel like we have lost our abilities or have forgotten about our abilities. And once we can recognize and tap into those superhuman abilities, we we change in a way because we see that we are not just what we think we are. We are way more powerful and way we have so much potential. Yeah. Um that blows my mind. And I know, and that's where I know it's there and it's there for everyone to tap into it because I've experienced this multidimensional self within myself and realizing what is this? How have I seen this working with, um, pictures of when you have the blindfold on looking at different colors, um, working with the drawing techniques and those go a little deeper, but there's different settings where you can sit there, put on a blindfold and you can hold up different colors and you can get them all right with using like this intuitive intuitive knowing of tapping into these colors that are in front of you, but you physically can't see. So just training yourself like that, you're training yourself to be psychic. You're tapping into your enhancing who you are instead of like, and that's the purpose is like, once you learn how to tap into these abilities, you can have discernment for what emotions, what feelings are serving you and what are not, you know, it's all about having discernment, tapping into that that mystical self so you can live the best life without, you know, we're all going to make, we're all going to go through bumps in life. When you go through that bump, you have that discernment to, to move forward and not to doubt yourself with it. to not, you know, to not be stuck to it. And that's where I really want to take that energy of the concept of blindfolding ourselves for us to, find that superpower within ourselves because each person is individually different and you can have, you can be blindfolded and everyone can do, you know, a unique technique with them, but it just kind of forces them to take away every distraction so they can look at the, uh, you could say the problem, I would say, look at the solution within themselves. So that's a exciting yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Very, very exciting and very inspiring because I mean, what I hear you saying is really the techniques are a way to help people develop their intuition. And that's something we learned so many things in school, right? You can go to school for all kinds of things. We can go to school for thousands of different things, but it's, it's almost like unlearning, you know, all that, sometimes all that academic learning gets in the way of the real true knowledge, which is the wisdom mm-hmm. that's already within us. And so not very often are we given a way to connect to our intuition, to understand how important the intuition is in, Mm. in our lives. And if, and if we're not using it, which most people aren't because it's been sort of shut down, then we lose it. And like you're saying that intuition is so important for us to be able to see things on all so you can see things with your eyes and you can see the outer shell, basically, you know, you can see the outside of something and, or you can see something for the full 3d that it is. And your intuition helps you to see all of something or all of someone and really get a sense energetically of what's going on versus just what you see on the surface. Mm-hmm. And so it's such an important, like you're saying, it's such an important skill for being able to discern what is for your highest good. What is 
going to really serve you in life. And that's part of, that's part of it is, is developing your intuition and understanding that it's going to take practice, just like many other Mm -hmm. things that we do in life. We -hmm. need to be able to make a commitment to developing it and realizing that we have it. We just need to, to work with it. Yeah. Working with it. That's so powerful. And just like when you think about it, we were never, we were never taught to learn about our feelings or emotions. That should have been the first thing that we should have been taught in school. Yeah. The importance of who we are, the importance of the self-love, the self-care. And we have to, we have to go back and, you know, deprogram everything and start over again, which is unfortunate, but you know, it is a beautiful experience and I'm grateful that I, that I'm, that I'm, I'm conscious enough that I get to go through this process. And that's, that's kind of the alchemical process of re rewiring, retraining the brain, retraining the mind, retraining the body and going through this whole entire process of recognizing the patterns within yourself, recognize the healing mechanism within yourself, healing past traumas, healing PTSD, uh, facing it one-on-one becoming aware of who you are. And sometimes it's scary. Sometimes it's not fun to look at maybe little white lies that you've told yourself, maybe things that you didn't want to look at. So going in there and um, transforming that. Have you heard of the hidden messages in water? No. Oh, is that a Real book quick. or a show? Or what yeah. Is that? It's a book. I'll just give you a little uh-huh. example. It's amazing about uh, talking about vibrations and energy. Um, there's this guy, I can't, I can't pronounce his name right now, but he's dedicated his whole entire life about saying things to water and then freezing it and then looking it underneath a microscope and what the water looked like. So the water that he would say, you fool too, I hate you and how we talk to ourselves. Sometimes in the inside of our head, you fool, I hate you. He would freeze that water, then look underneath the microscope and it looked like a disease. The, the water that he spoke gratitude to, the water that he said, I love you too. When he froze that and looked underneath the microscope, it looked like beautiful crystals. Wow. And even he went to the point where he was... Um, he would um, study city water before. So he would do like city water froze. It looked like a disease. A lot of city water looks very bad. And then he would have some people pray over it and it would change. And then he all, and then it would look like crystal, like beautiful crystals. Then also he would show the water pictures and uh, the water would change to the picture too. Like if it was a picture of a dolphin, I actually have the crystal on my phone where he showed the the water, a picture of dolphins and the crystal is just so beautiful. But getting to this is water holds memory and everything is in water. Our bodies are 70% water. So we actually retain all that and we can change by just changing the thoughts within us, visualizing these powerful affirmations within us. Our bodies, we're, we're, uh, children are actually like 90% water. Like when they're younger, younger, the guy was saying, what is his name? I'll have to send that to you. Um, but so we are 70 to 75% water as adults and we hold information. 
we retain, and we can change our information at any given time. We actually don't even, to say, need any external anything. Um, we can we can go within and literally speak beautiful crystals into our into our biochemistry mm-hmm. and change our biochemistry by literally just subconsciously speaking to ourselves but it's that it's like getting to that point where you have to truly believe that it's a miracle in you you know like i think we're so conditioned to really not believe in those types of miracles because we physically can't see it so going into that that world where there's no distractions that's where the blindfold comes in is you can really take that time to tap into that world and see what's in there there's so many and that's what i'm excited about and excited to tap into it to share with people because there's so much in that world there's so much you can do in that world like going in there with that intention to to see what's in your brain and your body and your mind and to feel what's in there and to take that information and come out with it and to to look at that memory inside of yourself as like water like you are the reflection of yourself you know going in there and and seeing what reflection you hold for yourself and nurturing that reflection and and transmuting uh transforming transmuting is just slowly it's the process of like the the caterpillar to the butterfly you know, it's really like that. And it's such a slow and that it's a slow process. But over time, you turn into that, that beautiful butterfly. And that's within yourself, working with that transformation within yourself. So, yeah, so we are water and literally words, vibrations, even just visualizing beautiful things within our mind is going to help crystallize the biochemistry because we are 70% water. Yeah. Yeah, it's just water so powerful, but it's it's called the hidden messages in water, and I just recommend anyone reading it. He goes very very deep into all the science he's done about water and the body and the consciousness, and it just kind of taps you into a whole other reality. I do I do want to ask you a question. So for people that are saying, okay, this sounds interesting, I want to try and and play around with this at home. Like, how would you suggest if somebody says, I want to try and learn to go within and I want to try and use the, the we'll just go with the blindfolding technique. Mm-hmm. If they want to try and start using the blindfolding technique to try and make a connection to them, to themselves, to try and, you know, make that connection to go within, how would you suggest, what kinds of things would you suggest people do if they first want to just get mm-hmm. a sense of, of doing that? Yeah, I would start with a body scan. Um, so what that is, is sit down, take a couple deep breaths, put on a blindfold. Um, you can make one if you want, you know, decorate it. Um, you put it on, you sit down and you do a body scan of, you want to initially go in with the intention of awakening the body. So through the body scan, you're going to be awakening the body starting with your head, closing your, or your eyes are closed. You're wearing the blindfold physically, not physically, but mentally seeing the picture of your left hemisphere and your right hemisphere, seeing them bridge together, allowing that focus to be focused on the brain and visualizing the power of your left and right hemisphere working together, working coherently, believing that they're working coherently and knowing as you're doing this meditation, you're, you're allowing your body to awaken to new senses. So you're going to move down 
Go through your neck, visualize, see your neck, feel your neck. How does your throat feel? Really like mentally feel it, see it, see the energy working through there and then connect the throat to the brain and then working down to the chest area and connecting the chest, seeing the lungs, feeling and then going through your hands. And you can also touch your body too, because it's very powerful as you, as you touch yourself, you're creating that, that energy everywhere you touch, it gets more powerful. And then moving down to your, your legs and all the way to your feet and really like grounding yourself in that energy and doing that for like a week every day. Cause then at that moment, you'll be ready to really like, that's kind of what I did for a while is really like taking it slow and awakening, getting ready to awaken the body. Um, so it, cause it's, it's like, it's, it's tapping into that different dimension. You're awakening every cell. Cause your body's not, your body's not used to, um, that kind of like activity. So once you do that, and then you can start practicing with like your intuitive intuition of just like having different colored sheets and you could have a partner kind of like showing you, but you have a blindfold on and you show, show them a color and you guess it and you, you know, just keep on practicing different colors and not just like guessing, but intuitively tapping into what might that color feel like? What might that color sound like? What might that color, you know, asking out of the box questions about this, this color, this piece of paper, because it's going to talk to you. Everything has a different vibration. So you can talk to different vibrations in different ways. And then say, once you do the color thing and you're, you're already tapping into your intuition, I would say do different things you like to do, but do them blindfolded. And if it sounds, you know, like if you're working out, maybe have someone watch you. Um, but like I started washing my dishes blindfolded, then you're, cause when I started doing all that, I, you know, I had the urge to always take off my blindfold cause I need to see, I need to see, but we don't need to see. We need to feel it's tapping into feeling instead of just seeing everything. And I notice when you tap into your body, you're not rushing anymore. When you eat blindfolded, mm. the taste is so magnificent. Each bite is so powerful. You've lost, you lose yourself in every single bite. It's, it's the most wonderful experience that I could want everyone to try is eating blindfolded. You become mindful of each bite. You're eating less. You're enjoying the food. Every bite, it tastes like it's like a hundred times the taste. Um, cause we, when we eat, we're usually looking here, looking there, distracting ourselves, not taking the time with the food. So you're, you're presently connected to the food. So each, each, technique you're you're presently connecting yourself to that present moment or whatever you're doing and i think the 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 outside physical world is a big distraction of the the the, the initial focus on focusing in on things mm-hmm. and i've definitely realized that walking blindfolded is a great one feeling things going out in nature and feeling leaves touching smelling things awakening different senses and not 
you know, not doubting yourself, just letting it be the experience. It doesn't have to be right or wrong. That's the thing. You're just allowing yourself to just be in that experience and experience something new. That's all what change is about is if you like what, I don't know who said it, but if you do the same thing over and over again. That's what they call insanity. And you expect a different result. Yeah. <laughs> so it's allowing yourself to try new things. You don't have to be a master at blindfolding yourself. But when you get out there and you maybe do this blindfolded and do this blindfolded and do this unconsciously, you're actually tapping in to a realm that is making you uncomfortable. It's making you grow. So it's all about just being uncomfortable in life in those healthy, uncomfortable ways. Mm-hmm. And allowing that to transform change in you. Because when you jump into different experiences, there's going to be new doors that open always. Just like if you do the, if you open up the same door, you're going to see the same thing. So I'm, I'm a big, like big traveler and big person into every day this week. I have scheduled a different class. I have different every day. Oh, every day this month, actually, there is something new on my schedule. So I'm experiencing life in all different perspectives. And it's helped me to see things that I might not see if I've done the same, if I did the same thing over and over again. So I'm very, I'm very grateful for that. Forgetting to be even be able to experience life like that, and I am I encourage everyone to try new things and don't don't let fear hold you back. Live life and have discernment and live life as you are a kid. Sometimes kids are so free spirited; they don't think about getting hurt. You know, having that discernment for when to when to have that childlike spirit and when to not, you know, tapping into that no fear and living life courageously. I think it's so important to have our childlike spirit. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I think on that note, I think it's time for us to think about some sparks of wisdom because there's been so much that you've shared with us today that I think it's a good time for us to sort of take it and, and try and distill it down into some sparks of wisdom for people sparks of wisdom oh 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 sparks of wisdom oh 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 okay nikki let's hear your sparks of wisdom yay sparks of wisdom believing in yourself believing in change and uh Believing that, you know, that you are so powerful in your mind, you can change just by tapping into your intuitive self. So definitely a spark is that your intuitive self is so powerful and so superhuman. And, and, and believing that it's superhuman, believing that you are superhuman. And you can make a change any moment in life. Going from the caterpillar to the butterfly with your life. Definitely encourage um, everyone to try blindfolding themselves for their own experience. 
And as you blindfold yourself, you know, set that intention to what you want to gain within yourself because everyone has something they're working on, you know, and do that body scan. Body scan is very important. Loving yourself, you know, working with that body scan to understand yourself. Nikki, it's been such a pleasure speaking with you and hearing all the inspiring parts of your story and your journey as it continues and the things that you're discovering and sharing. So thank you for that. And I was hoping at this point that you could let people know how they can get a hold of you and what services you're offering at this point in time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I do have an email address that I talk to people with and it's 5DSOULutions at gmail.com. And for that, um, I do like one-on-one um, blindfolded sessions and they're very powerful. It's simple working with your trauma, um, whatever trauma that is, you know, you are the you are the healer of yourself kind of thing. So you are blindfolded. I am blindfolded. And it kind of gives, as we're talking, as me being blindfolded as well, I'm more focused on my consciousness. And so I'm allowing your consciousness to be focused on itself. Just like that double split experiment, when you observe something, it changes. So I'm allowing myself to observe myself as you observe yourself. I really like that concept when I do uh, one-on-one sessions. So it kind of gives their consciousness, you know, open free will, but I do those. Or whatever you want to work on, you know, we kind of just talk about what you want to work on. And I could just kind of guide you through your own experience so you can kind of take it on your own, what you need to see within your body. Also, I'm working on, um, I just started a a meetup group, which is, um, those are online events too, but I eventually um, want to have like an outside event as well that I'm slowly working on. And I can, I can put, I can give you the website to that as well. That'd be great. Yeah. Post the the meetup. Yep. Awesome. And the meetup um, is group meetings and everyone is blindfolded and we go through different exercises of feeling like how I was talking about the laughing or is it visualizing. So that's more of like uh, the online group sessions are walking through of different feelings in your body and experiencing different extensions of yourself and trying drawing with your left hand, trying drawing with your right hand. Uh, we had that, we did that one exercise where you draw your brain and heart and body connected So doing exercises like that. Then also I'm working on that. The website will be up probably in a couple months. I didn't realize when I was getting myself into that it takes a while to, to really have the whole website completed. Um, but those will be like boot camps, 24 hour challenges of blindfolding yourself. So you really have to have time for that, but I'm really excited about that to um, create those workshops of one-on-one and doing kind of, it's kind of like curriculum written out for say six months or three months where you're, you're do, you're tapping into something every day and it kind of gives you like a motivation, kind of like a workout. Mm-hmm. Cool. So you're tapping into those workouts every day. Yeah. But for me to do that, I'm going to experience the whole six months myself. So i um, writing the curriculum right now. And then I'm going to do the whole curriculum with myself and a little more and really take initiative and then see how that works for me. And then, you know, fix it, take that out. So yeah, you can email me. Uh, also I put a, the meetup group and my YouTube channel um, is the, the transparent alchemist. 
there's a lot of fun things on there. <laughs> um, but soon I'll be doing a lot of blindfolded stuff on there as well. There's actually a, a good amount of blindfolded stuff on there already. So that's the ways that you can get a hold of me. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Nikki, for joining me today and sharing all this information. You know, it's very unique. And that's, you know, why I asked you to come on the show, because I really am a big believer that there are so many ways to find mm-hmm. the wisdom within yourself if you're really looking. Yeah. And so I think it's just really important for people to play, to experiment, to, you mm-hmm. know, try it and see what you discover. And this is just another beautiful way that you've shared for people to to get to know themselves because really that's what so much is so much needed in the world is for people really to understand who they are before we start going out and trying to interact with others. But I have a good handle on what's going on with ourselves. So thank you. That's so beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, As always, speaking of gratitude, I really appreciate you listeners. I appreciate people for taking the time to listen. And I hope that this, you know, sparks something within you that helps you connect Mm -hmm. to yourself and your higher consciousness. And as always, be you, be love, Mm -hmm. and be present. Mm